Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at MintMobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday the 21st of March. You're watching Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley-Brewer, on Talk. Coming up, the Metropolitan Police is institutionally racist, sexist and homophobic and may have more officers like killer Wayne Cousins and serial rapist David Carrick. That's what a damning new report has found. Meanwhile, Boris Johnson's defence team is accusing the Partygate inquiry of MPs of suppressing evidence that could clear him. And the DUP will vote against Rishi Sunak's Northern Ireland Brexit deal, warning the agreement struck with Brussels has fundamental problems. 
problems. 6.33 is the time. This is Talk Breakfast. Um, thank you very much indeed for your company. I really appreciate you joining me. An awful lot to talk about today. Ongoing issues in the world of politics, of course. And we're looking ahead to getting the publication of uh, two crucial reports today. One will be Boris Johnson's dossier defending himself uh, against the Partygate uh, interim report, basically saying, yeah, you probably did mislead Parliament. Narrator. He did mislead Parliament over his party gate claims, uh, but also a report from the European Research Group of uh, backbench Tory MPs. Their Star Chamber report is going to be published a bit later this morning uh, uh, about uh, well whether they think that the new Windsor framework, the new Northern Ireland Protocol deal, uh, is worth voting for. Very likely they will side with the DUP and vote against uh, that uh, framework. So that's all coming up. Possibility of Donald Trump being arrested today in the United States uh, and a head teacher vowing to refuse Ofsted inspectors entry to her school for their inspection today. Why? Uh, because she fears that a, a head nearby had killed herself after her primary school was downgraded by inspectors in a recent report. All that uh, coming up. Oh yes, and the small matter of the end of the world unless we achieve net zero by 2040. Yes, you really must not leave your house because lockdown achieved a wonderful fall in CO2 emissions. And that's pretty much the only way we'd get to net zero by 2040. Don't give the politicians any more ideas, eh? But there's no doubt at all this Metropolitan Police report is leading the day front page of all the papers. Rotten Metropolitan Police losing public faith is what uh, Baroness Louise Casey has had to say. Uh, Candice Holdsworth is here. She's a writer and commentator and uh, joins us uh, for uh, all of the, the show this morning. Um, Candice, um, this report is, I mean, <laughs> the word damning doesn't really do justice to this report from Baroness Louise Casey. And, and it, it is important to point out she is someone who pulls her, you know, never pulls her punches. She she was, you know, did the Rough Sleepers Unit, the Antisocial Behaviour Report, Troubled Families. She did a review of community cohesion and extremism. She always tells it like it is. She's worked for Blair, Cameron, everyone along the way. Um, when we, there are other people who would say this about the Met Police and I'm going, yeah, you're being a little bit, you know, a bit, bit liberal listening to dinner party or or but 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 she 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 says it like it is. Her litany of criticisms is extraordinary about the Metropolitan Police uh, and thinking about it needing to actually possibly be broken up and a failure of leadership, a failure at every level. What do you make of it? Well, yes, I mean, all the same reactions you have. But I suppose for me, the question I want to I want to be answered is how how are these things that what she says, the homophobia, the racism, the sexism, how is that feeding into how people perceive the Met Police to be incompetent? Mm. How yeah. is that feeding into so-called low-level crimes not being solved? Yeah. I mean, what is going on? Why, yeah. why are these things not happening? Well, it sounds like they're a bit too busy, you know, abusing their wives, raping people, um, um, being racist, bullying their fellow uh, uh, officers, um, being homophobic and sending horrible WhatsApp messages to others to do any investigating of crimes. I mean, that's the impression you get. Now, I'm saying that really glibly. Knowing police officers personally, who I know are unbelievably dedicated to making the world a better place. I mean, I mean, I'm not being too, you know, um, sort of you know, silly about that. They genuinely. Are. I know so many police officers who really, they're really angry at the management of of not just the Met but many other police forces around the country they work for, um, for for not sort of caring about the stuff that you know that we on the street care about in terms of crimes. Um, so, I mean, is this a management issue? 
It may be. I mean, it must be so demoralizing for those decent police officers yeah. to be part of an institution that has just lost public confidence. That also means it won't attract good people as well. When you have yeah. a tainted brand like that, and if there's a problem with culture at the at the Met, that also means that retention is going to be a problem and good people are going to leave because they're not going to be able to work in that environment. And, and that is always the issue, isn't it? And yeah. we've seen, and actually she does actually lay out some individuals, but people are not named, but just uh, designated by a, le a letter of the alphabet uh, of their personal experiences. Um, let's have a little listen uh, to an interview that um, our political editor Kate McCann has done with Baroness Casey to an interviews yesterday uh, where she sort of talks about just, you know, the basic the substance of this Met uh, police report. Oh, have we got that? Have we? Oh, we situation. Do. I think the report that I've written based on such a weight of evidence and a weight of testimony does really lay bare how pretty difficult it is for the Met in London um, and I think consent of us to be policed by the Met is certainly at risk if not broken. So yes, it's a pretty, pretty tough reading report. It certainly is. Uh, and she does uh, actually lay out the specific criticisms uh, in this next clip. So as a woman, I think it's absolutely important that when we are assaulted, we always, always make sure it's recorded. No, I don't have full confidence that they would treat it properly. And I know that's a terrible thing to say, but that's the biggest thing that they have to change. Um, so and then here is where she actually lays out those specific criticisms. So as a woman, I think it's absolutely important that when we are assaulted, we always, always make sure it's recorded. No, I don't have full confidence that they would treat it properly. And I know that's a terrible thing to say, but that's the biggest thing that they have to change. Institutional racism, misogyny, sexism and homophobia. I think there again, you could put very, you could start tomorrow the process of changing that if nothing else, by actually sorting out racists in their own organisation, as well as how they talk to uh, the women and uh, other Londoners in a much more respectful and proper way. Apologies, we had a, a double play of one of those clips, but let's listen to a final clip here talking about public confidence and <laughs> the, very, the very reason why, of course, it has dropped in the Metropolitan Police. They're in denial. I think that they think, by admitting that there is a problem, that somehow then that will make public confidence drop public confidence has dropped because they will not admit to there being a problem and therefore they won't do anything about it. And that's the thing that needs to shift. So when I say, um, Kenneth Holdsworth, you know, that, that this is a, a woman, Baroness Lewis Casey, who doesn't pull her punches, I mean, she, yeah. she really does. She's very, very clear. And, and, and so much the report is about how... Um, the, the police try and cover up, they're very defensive, they try and cover up problems because, oh, we're worried about a loss of confidence in the police instead of dealing with the problem so we can have confidence in the police. And indeed, it was Sir Mark Rowley, the, the current uh, Met chief, saying, look, there will be a load more, you know, reports of, uh, you know, horrible crimes committed uh, by police officers because we're going through and we're going to identify these people. But she says in her report she was absolutely stunned by, you know, some of the of the specific cases where, you know, a, a woman police officer in a relationship with a male police officer, she claimed to be coercive and controlling and claimed that she had been you know, repeatedly abused. Um, and then she was she made this report. She was then treated really powerfully by fellow officers, forced to work with an officer, the, the officer who had abused her. I mean, 
no other workplace would that be acceptable. And 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 again and again, pointing out that total inadequacies and failures, a fridge that was meant to keep rape sam- rape kit samples, which was just stuffed full, and they had to sort of actually sit in it to close it. And then and then and then the fridge broke, so they lost all these samples. I mean, certainly when I've been involved as a, as a witness to a crime, I mean, uh, sending in evidence, it lo- got lost three times. Just a, just a video of these guys attacking someone in the car. I mean, and, and it got lost three times. And, and I mean, you just think this is, you know, I, I, I actually hand delivered it at one point because you, <laughs> and of course they don't prosecute if they haven't got the evidence. Well, I've given you the evidence, but you keep losing it. How can you lose it? That's banana republic incompetence. Yeah. That's not what you expect of British police in the 21st century. Absolutely not. Yeah, they've suffered huge reputational damage and you can say that they need to restore public confidence. Yeah. But like she says, if they're in denial about it and there's a seriously toxic workplace culture, I mean, you can't just acknowledge that there are problems. I mean, that yeah. is huge root and branch reform. No, indeed. And one of the most damning comments made by a female police officer is the in London, I think this is probably the case for the rest of the country as well, um, the number of... Um, uh, of, of rape convictions we actually see has basically seen, to all intents and purposes, the legalisation of rape in this city. I mean, that's an appalling <laughs> statement. That is an appalling... And you think as well, if if crimes are not being solved, say, for instance, um, a bike theft isn't being solved, yeah. does that then embolden the criminal to go on and commit more crimes? Because essentially they've gotten away with it. So, yeah. I mean, that's the whole broken window policy. Yeah. You know, as soon as you let the small things go, you're going to get the bigger ones yeah. along the and line. And again, I don't think shoplifting is... <laughs> I say, I say this is someone who did shoplift when she was a teenager and got caught for it quite rightly. Um, it, it was a dare, and I, I still, I still have nightmares about that. <laughs> that, 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 that shop worker's hand on my shoulder. Um, but I mean, some of the things they talked about, things like officers being told by senior officers to delete their WhatsApp messages uh, during meetings about an internal campaign, not in my Met, designed to encourage officers and staff to speak out about discrimination, saying, look, they're coming for you. So delete all your WhatsApp and Facebook messages so they can't get you. I mean, uh, one officer, a black female officer, said male colleagues were sex obsessed and would openly rate and grade female colleagues and members of the public on their appearance. That's disgusting. Um, um, young female officers were traded like cattle, moved on to different units depending on which male officers found them attractive. Um, I mean, yeah, you know, initiation rituals. Women were pressured to compete in food eating challenges to initiate them into the team. Um, and described women being forced to eat whole cheesecakes until they'd vomit. Um, on one occasion, she was told of a male officer being sexually assaulted in the showers as part of their own initiation, and the officers would openly joke about that on the unit. Uh, one who refused to participate was basically ostracised, had to leave the team because couldn't actually uh, control it. And then, yes, and this officer saying she had a controlling and coercive relationship with a more senior officer who she claims made malicious allegations against her when they split up, leading to her arrest and being put through a misconduct um, uh, process. Um, and and she said, they said it was a learn-your-place culture. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it's really very, very, very damning. Uh, very, very damning indeed. Um uh, and uh, an openly gay officer saying targeted with false rumours that he took uh, recreational dr- uh, drugs and been involved in sexual relationships with senior officers who'd helped promote him. Um, he, he'd seen WhatsApp messages exchanged between his police colleagues planning to target him with stop and search while he's off duty. I mean, this stuff is extraordinary. Now, are these one-offs, these people? Uh, it would appear not from what Dame Louise Casey I'm sorry, Baroness uh, Louise Casey um, uh, was finding. The question is, what can be done about it? She certainly recommended, uh, for instance, that the diplomatic um, uh, unit, the Royal Diplomatic Unit, is is got rid of because you know, Cousins and Carrick, both of whom were both from this unit. There clearly is a culture there that 
that needs to be taking in hand. But you know, what is the solution? Because we apparently were told for years the solution was having women in charge. So having a Having a old Cressida Dick in charge would make a difference. Of course, that didn't. No, it doesn't. Well, maybe it is that it needs to be broken up. I mean, if it can't be reformed... Well, how does that solve anything? I don't know. That's what people seem to think is the solution, though, because they think that it cannot it cannot reform itself. And if it yeah. can't reform itself, then it can't exist because no one has trust and faith in it. Yeah. How can you have such a damaged institution carrying on with no one trusting it to do what it's supposed to do? Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it's going to be fascinating. I want to hear from you. I'd like to hear your experiences of the police. It doesn't have to be the Met. Any police experience anywhere around the country. Um, just, just tell me what your experience is. Does this tally with what you think? I'd love to hear from you, especially if you are a police officer, uh, what you make of this report. Do get in touch. Uh, tweet me at Talk TV. Text the word TALK to 8722. This is Talk Breakfast. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.